0: yes some of you may have indeed been slightly messed up by the time change time change does not change for me we do not do that silly daylight savings time nonsense baloney round these parts uh <clears throat> so it's good to see that meow the cat is here and says good wishes from the Good
1: wishes from this cat, too. and of course, support the luck as well. Today is apartment cleaning day, so slowly sinking into shadows.
0: I can't do meow the Cat accent. I try, I try, but I can't quite do it. Nevertheless, stop by and say hello to meow the Cat, because he's a nice feller, and he plays campaign games on the stream, so if that's what you want to see, that's what you're going to see. That's what he says. Um... Dash Feast, just a son of a bee. you're just some bitch. Uh, Krista's here providing some nice modly duties with some dancing dinosaurs and frogs and who loves you, baby. You're beautiful. Uh, as well as Black Cat, who, yes, is here despite the time change. And Peach. Peage. trying to think of a peege song real quick but i'm failing (laughs) uh here how about this instead cheers to you all thank you so much for stopping by and saying hello um man sparkling water is just good with whiskey
1: just a little bit of sparkling water
0: Mm. black hat says do i need to reset no video um you're making me nervous does everybody else have video um Peach stream Peach hasn't been here in seventeen years. she's aged seventeen years since she's been back to say hello to us all that's pretty it's pretty impressive um yeah go get a look go get a, a little cry get a get a Croy. What's your, what's your favorite LaCroix flavor? If you're a LaCroix drinker and you're here in chat, what's your favorite flavor? Side offshoot with LaCroix. I still call Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf. I will always call him Shia LaBeouf. I don't know where I started with calling him Shia LaBeouf, but it's just reflex at this point. I will always call him Shia LaBeouf. It's LaBeouf. It's LaBeouf. Especially after he had his just weirdo, drunken, like, drug-addled meltdowns and shit. Um, Yeah, actual cannibal. And then he tried to do his, like, hidden We Are Together, whatever, stream thing. And fucking, they tracked him down. Then he had, like, another meltdown. Like, no, he's shy of LeBouf. He's shy of LeBouf. Always be LaBeouf. Not LaBeouf. No.
1: Oh, my, wi- my Wi-Fi was off.
0: Well, it's good. You're back. I hope your Wi-Fi <sighs> is, is back on. Dash V, how you doing? Krista, how you doing? Black Cat, I kind of know how you're doing, but how you doing? Peach, how you doing? Meow the Cat is lurking. Um, what was going to say? I... Uh, <laughs> I have this Lego set. Shia La... La Douche? Douce? That's another one. So, like, I really like the movie Roadhouse. Really like the movie Roadhouse. In... When... What the fuck is his name? Uh... Sam Elliott. When Sam Elliott rolls up to the double douche. He gets kind of off on his motorcycle and he's like, The double douche. What does he say like <laughs> what does he say it like that? <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want, however you want. La boof, la douche, boof douche, douche a boof. Whatever you want, whatever you want to do. Uh Chris just hit a weekend full of emotions. You're free to talk about that if you'd like to. Uh, Peach has been decent, but very busy. She's very, very busy. Uh, King Dinosaur is here. Back from Mexico. And says... <laughs> I don't know why this... Is- Hey, brother, I can't stay. I have to go to bed so I can get up at 5 a.m. and take my dad to doctor appointments in Seattle tomorrow. But I missed you in the gang, so I wanted to say howdy. I don't know why, King Dinosaur, I suddenly switched to... Well, I know why I switched to that voice. That's part of the topic of the stream today. I've been watching the movie No Holds Barred with fucking Hulk Hogan. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I... It, it has aged spectacularly, spectacularly. It is just so hilarious and like, it, it's just so goofy. It's so goofy. I, f- I fucking love it. I unironically fucking love it. I absolutely love it from the Hulksters, even though in the movie, his name is Rip. Um, from his coordinated spandex lycra outfits, like in this one one scene, he's got these like powder blue tights with like it's like this sky camo powder blue spandex. I don't even it might be a singlet. I don't even know. And like top, and then a matching fucking. I'm gonna call it a cooling head wrap, do rag, whatever you want to call it. That's also like this stretchy spandex, like sky blue. Like, oh, this—that's so fucking dope. If I could get my hands on that shit now, I'd, I'd fucking wear it. I don't even care. It's so fucking good. Uh, so yeah, that's why when I read the hey, 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 brother, it's like hey, brother, like bring sky blue back. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I don't care if it shows your fart and shit and piss stains and boogers and whatever else. Yeah. Bring back the sky blue, baby.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Go get some rest King dinosaur. We love you. Um, excited to see those pictures that you have, by the way, if, if you need, I can only set you up some cloud folder to put all those in. And we can share and look at the, we should have you on stream so you can talk about your Mexico trip. As we go through the Mexico pictures. And then you can tell us all about your new book as well. We do like all the things in one, we do it all in one. Um, But yeah, no holds barred. Um, I was going to save this for the second half of the show, but like, I remember uh, when that was, when that, I remember when that came out into how fucking like excited but also oh my god no that's gonna suck but like little kid style just excited because it was hulk hogan it's a fucking movie with hulk hogan at that point in time i should look up and and find out when the when what the release date of that movie was Krista just had one of those emotional kind of weeks, weekends, a lot of different feelings for God knows what reason. Oh, I hear you, darling. Oh boy, believe me, I hear you. There's weird shit going down, going on, whatever, I don't know what, but like, it's uh, it's not been great. 19 1989 so i imagine that probably wasn't quite at the height of like hulkamania but still pretty popular um i mean that was when uh wwf whatever um was pretty It's pretty wild. Um, And and what's interesting about that movie in particular is that, that, uh uh-oh, Krista almost packed her shit and left. Ooh. So, you know, again, if you want to talk about it, if you want to talk more about what happened, I can idly blab while you share. If you don't really want to go into details, that's okay, too. Um. But yeah, the so this was not "quote unquote" the Hulk's first movie appearance because if you remember, he was in Rocky Three. was in Rocky Rocky Three as Thunderlips, the ultimate male. Um. But yeah, it was like, but this was like his first like starring, starring whatever, uh, role. And of course, everybody knew him as Hulk Hogan because his ring name, like, you know, that's not his, it's not his real name. Uh, of course, if you, if you did not know that his real name is Terry, uh, Terry Balea. God, he's 70 years old at this point, but He's even billed as Hulk Hogan and everything else. Because, of course. Because that was like a vessel for drumming up excitement about the WWF at the time. Um, But yeah, that was seven years after after, uh, Rocky. Um, And yeah, at the time, you know, I, I still recall just totally being like, you know, fucking... If I can, maybe growing out of it a little bit, but like the the thing with that is like that movie number one was not very, it like it's not good. It's good, but it's not good. Um, but it debuted, I think on the weekend that it debuted was like, I don't know if it was like when Indiana Jones and the last crusade or whatever comes out. Um, but <laughs> It got panned so bad. So <laughs> I'm gonna read you some of the comments and reviews that were initially put out uh, for this movie. Um, Michael Wilmington of the Los Angeles Times gave the film a positive review and wrote, the movie never takes itself seriously and director Tom, writes, uh, Tom Wright has fun the wrestling montages. Hogan himself has an appealing screen presence, like a gallant teddy bear who goes berserk every 10 minutes or so. I agree with that. I got to be honest. I agree with that. Um and then we have the Philadelphia Inquirer's Desmond Ryan. So going to read his I want to read his review in this smarmy pencil-neck shithead voice. Um cuz that's what I feel like he sounds like.
1: For months now, Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro have been sitting in their dens and nervously clutching their Oscars. They knew that an unprecedented challenge is looming to their preeminent standing among American actors. <laughs> they of Hulk Hogan in his first starring role in a movie. Rumor had it, and Noel Holds Bar confirms, that the great man would do a love scene, even essay an emotional breakdown at the hospital bed of his crippled brother. There's no limit to what the Hulk can do on stage and screen. After all, he was kind of swimming the nerve to him to tell him that he can't. He may one day he wants to try Hamlet and I can see the building now. Hulk Hogan versus Philonius Polonius. But from what I hope is a safe distance, let me point out a few things about Hulk's work. It needs work, Hulk. To watch him is to behold the craft of acting placed to half Nelson and gleefully choked to death. Cretons and people who take professional wrestling seriously and I'm bound to say the distinction between the two groups is lost on me will flock to No Holds Barred and will not be disappointed. Pro wrestling is notorious for grotesquely bad acting, masquerading as entertainment. And that, along with the screenplay and direction of spectacular crudity, is what you get in No Holds Barred. Hulk Hogan popped up, popped up in Rocky three and in No Holds Barred he achieves the rare feat Making Sylvester Stallone seem sophisticated. Clearly, Hulk is a man of many parts, though none of them shouldn't claim a part in another movie. So, right, Destin Robert, you can go back to sleep now.
0: Fuck you. Fuck you, douchebag. What a fucking dork. Fucking dork. Fucking nerdo. Guys probably sucking on his Bubba. Reverend Master, what's what's going down? Like I I, I always I, I shit like that always just fucking burns me. Like so you're even you're even going like anyone who's not into Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman, I gotta be honest. Yeah those guys are pretty good actors, but Occasionally, I feel like Robert De Niro just plays Robert De Niro in every movie, and everybody gives Nick Cage shit for that, but not shit to him, and I don't know why. But, God, the guys in, like, the Detroit fucking movie review shit would do that all the time. They're going to rate a movie like that, so they're going to take a movie like that, and then they're going to rate it and shit on it and tell it that it's
1: crap because it's not, like, some sophisticated drama when...
0: And you're like, dude, you realize Shakespeare was the shit theater during that time. It was full of dirty, fart, sex, whatever shit. Like, oh, yes, there was Hamlet and some of that stuff, whatever. But, like, you you used an insult in the thing that is on the... Like, that theater was, like, for the everyman theater. Because not everybody else could afford to like dumbass. You f- you're the you're the fucking cretin. You're a fucking idiot, Desmond fuckface. I'm going to fucking grab you and just peel your head in half, dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself, man. Yeah, you know what? Maybe after a day of work and whatever else, I don't want to go see something where two people sit and have a drama about how hard they... I want to watch some guys beat the shit out of one another in explosions and silly stuff.
1: Name Kingsman star.
0: (laughs) What smarmy little fuck? Did you hear Robert De Niro's former assistant is suing him because he asked for her to scratch his back? Dash V says, "That's a little." I mean, if I had like a mosquito bite or something, whatever, I was like, "God, suck it!" Like, can you scratch my back? I mean, I guess, but it seems a little oversensitive maybe to me. I don't know. Or was he, like, has this giant turgid boner with, like, pre-cum in his pants, and he's, like, tugging on the front of his trousers, and he's like, oh, God. Hey, just scratch my back. Or fucking whatever that stupid face is that he always fucking does. Um, So, like... I remember, I think, when, when the movie first came out and probably watched it and being a little kid and still being like, yay, Hulk, I thought it was amazing. And it's like when you still think, I don't know, movies are like real in a sense. And yes, wrestling was real in a sense. Um, And then a while later, like, God, what an atrocious, just terrible fucking movie, whatever that is. But now going back and watching it now, I'm like, what a just happy, entertaining romp. It it is exactly what it says it's supposed to, like, were you expecting big drawn out, emotional twisting dramas? Hold your ears because I'm gonna yell. I, I need to yell, so it's gonna happen. So here it comes. Did you expect all that from a movie that's called No Holds Barred with fucking Hulk Hogan on the front of the fucking cover going, yeah! Like, what? What a jack-off. Fucking (laughs) jack-off. Also, he swore at her one time when she could not help him find some Christmas presents. Uh (laughs) She's also suing him for underpaying her. But it just came out, she's apparently his best paid staffer of all time. I, I I don't know what it's like having to deal with those people and deal with their fucking requests and all the rest of that shit. I'm sure it's a shit show. I'm sure it's a fucking mess. But I don't quite know what they get paid. But I feel like that would at least be an entertaining thing job if she was smart she would have just had her phone or something on her just recorded it and then she really could have buried the guy and she could have just rode off in the sunset with millions of dollars hey I tell you what uh you know what i'm tired of this i've recorded these conversations uh i'm taking this to the press you say that and then you wait for him to say eh, eh, what if i give you money Uh, Robert De Niro, just fucking give me that. But no holds barred. It's on Tubi. You can watch it for free. It's glorious. It's glorious. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fucking fact, that movie is so ahead of its time because if you are unfamiliar with the plot, let me lay it out for you in very broad strokes. Rip Thomas. I believe his name is Tom. Tom, They just call him Rip. Rip is a champion wrestler. E.g. he's Hulk Hogan in the movie, basically. And yes, he's amazing. And he's all about the kids and charity. And he's wholesome and incredible. And evil rival network guy does not like the fact that their ratings are poop. Because they don't have... Hulk Hogan. So they try to bribe him They try to force him to join the network and he won't do it. So evil network guy is like, what are we gonna do? So he takes his two little sniveling, fucking wormy executive guys along with him, and they go out to hunt for some new material. And what they eventually do is take a podcast break, which is what we're going to do right now, and then I'll tell you about what the rest of this is about when we come back from said break. All right, all right. So, evil nec- uh, uh, network executive guy. What was I going to say executive? Executive guy. They go trawling around and they find this just dirty, sleazy piss-coated puke bag of a bar with these hilariously just way over the top dirty guys uh kicking the Christ out of each other in the middle of the shithole bar and of course he's like oh you know the other executor's like but look at these people they're fucking animals and he's like I know and look at they love this stuff. All of the rest of the sniveling masses, this is what they want. They want blood and gross and brutality. So anyway, he decides this is an opportunity. What we're going to do is we're going to start a rival <clears throat> fight program. We'll call it the Battle of the Tough Guys. And we'll host a $100,000 fight tournament and whoever uh wants to fight it's open to all blue collar people whatever you can come partake in this challenge and make money and they're going to film this in this crappy shithole slop house of a place so they do that uh they set it all up they do that and again like there's one guy he's wearing this like ripped like mechanics top or whatever, just this total slob. I mean, it looks like he literally rolled out of a fucking dumpster. And I don't know why or who on the costume department decided to do this, but the guy has long blonde armpit hair that's long enough to the point where it's hanging out of the armholes of the shirt like he's some perverted Lady Godiva fucking like he's got ponytails he's got tw- he's got twin pigtails of armpit hair like trailing behind him like streamers on a fucking bicycle and so anyway these guys are in there beating the shit out of one another and then comes Tiny Lister who's anything but tiny a gigantic gargantuan fucking man uh, and of course he beats the crap out of all of them And that makes their ratings jump to number one. And so, of course, they get all sorts of hate mail about how uh, children are having nightmares and it's barbaric and brutal and awful. And how could you air such a thing? At which point he says, doesn't matter. Even the people that were complaining, they still watched it. And the more they complain and the more they yell and scream about it, the more other people will watch and the more our ratings will go up. Boy, have you seen that happen in TV over the last how many years? I mean, I feel like that's not necessarily a new concept. I don't necessarily think this movie pioneered the if it bleeds, it leads uh, paradigm. But he nails it. He fucking nails it. Okay, Mister Sniveling, whatever the fuck that douchebag's name is from that newspaper, you know what do you think got more ratings? Uh, some highfalutin remake of Othello, or the latest Bachelor, or whatever reality TV schlock shit show. So yeah, you can take your smarmy little article, roll that up into a nice cone. And sit on it. Sit on it. Because No Holds Barred is a shitload of fun. Um, I'm not necessarily going to tell you how the movie ends or what happens. Um, it is definitely... I, I, I don't even like saying like it's cornball or whatever. It, it, it is what it... it like, you're going to see a movie starring Hulk Hogan called No Holds Barred. What else do you think you're going to get from that? And I also have to defend Hulk Hogan in that, honestly, for the character that he's playing, his performance is just fine. It's fine. Who and what else? Like, what should he have gotten? Should he have gotten Dustin Hoffman to play that role? That 5'2", sniveling little shit? Yeah, that's good. Let's get that guy in there to play that. That'll be believable. Like, Aren't part of actors playing a part supposed to be believable in the part that they're playing? I think every now and then casting directors and these fucking wieners and whoever else fucking missed that a little bit. Sort of like when you see the 80-pound woman in her spandex catsuit thrown around dudes who look like they weigh 300 pounds of solid steroid muscle like it's nothing.
1: Yeah, I know that's cool.
0: Kind of like, you know... It's funny. You have Arnold, who's like the biggest dude in the room. And you're telling me that that guy running around shirtless on an island with a bunch of these dudes all shooting at him. He's like the biggest person fucking ever. I mean, he's really not. But for the sake of the story, tell me that no, not one person can fucking hit that guy. But he's a juggernaut. He's playing a juggernaut. He's playing an invincible juggernaut. He looks like an invincible juggernaut. As a matter of fact, they probably could have just had the bullets fucking hitting him and just bouncing off of him for fuck's sake. But like, that's part of just being believable in the part you're playing. I know this is a controversial statement, but one reason why I loved Gina Carano in the fucking action movies she played is because she was an actual fighter and she looks like she could kick some fucking ass. So like... If you haven't seen those movies, uh, definitely watch her movies, you know, unless you got a political hate boner for her, at which point I can't help you, but like Haywire, that movie's fucking awesome. Haywire is fucking incredible. There's also a reason why she was so badass on the Mandalorian because she, she looks the part. I mean, yeah, again, do you want to have, uh, do you want to have Danny DeVito playing Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th movies? Like, dude, fucking come on. What, you, you're going to have some giant meathead wrestler or whatever, dude, and you should be in there, like, what, all Captain Eloquent? Like, just why? Why? Honestly, I'm watching this movie. It's a fucking 10 out of 10 so far. You want to know why? Because, again, it is exactly what it purports to be. I've said this before, and I will shit on this movie to the end of time because I fucking hated it. There's a movie called X versus Sever with Antonio Banderas and Lucy Lou, based on a video game that's a action romp, shoot em up, ass kick fest. That movie is boring as fuck. There's almost no action in it. It's boring as hell. And you go, that is not the bill of goods I was sold. I was sold ass kicking and blast fest and, you know, shoot ups, you duped me. If I went to see a movie called No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan, and then I sat there and watched him pontificate about the rainforests and political uh, opinions on the struggle in the Middle East, I go, what the fuck? It's called No Holds Barred. I wanted to see wrestling and dudes kicking the shit on one another. Trust my movie reviews. I at least call it honest on the movie that you're fucking going to watch. If you don't want to see that and you want to see a movie that's a serious drama, clearly don't watch it. (laughs) Suburban Commando, also phenomenal. Suburban Commando is so underrated and so underappreciated. And what is awesome about Suburban Commando is is the straight man of Christopher Lloyd and, uh, what's her name, Shelley Long, Um, contrasted with Hulk Hogan. And it's another one of those movies, like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's exactly what it purports to be. Hulk Hogan is an invincible, giant meathead space commando guy who lands on Earth and has to get his spaceship together so he can go fight some evil Mm Zard gone whatever guy's fucking name is and so yeah it's a bunch of hilarious mishaps and goofball shit while he's the you know he's the chaos id in their sort of sad whatever kind of i don't know life whatever you know
1: it's 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 fantastic it's exactly
0: what it says it's gonna be What else would you have expected from a movie called Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan in it? (laughs) What else would you expect from that? (laughs) Jeez. World Anvil is also dope as fuck, Peach Stream says. Have you used Asgard's fantasy map generator? You can put in your own map and play around with height maps and it can help you with placement and stuff. I've never used it. We've been using World Anvil and you can upload your map and make it an interactive map and add pins and stuff. We mostly use it. That is a kind of Wikipedia. That is an ad by streams for... Uh, what the fuck was the name of it? As- Asgard's Fantasy Map Generator. Or World Anvil, whichever one it is. Yeah, I say movies because then people tell you it's real, it's real, it's going to be realistic. I mean, that also becomes a thing. Like, you got to set the tone, right? You got to set the tone. If it's going to be a movie, like if I'm going to go see a movie that purports to be a realistic drama, so e.g. the world is serious, the setting is serious, it's grounded in reality, and then you throw in some ridiculous action shit like that, like I mentioned before, Dude, fucking you're getting huge marks taken off your fucking score because fuck that. Similarly, if it's an action, crazy, bonkers, whatever movie, and then all of a sudden you stop it and for 40 minutes you go off droning about whatever shit and I don't see either, well, it's the Joe Bob. I better either see Blood Breasts or Beasts or Boner too. I'll throw that in there for you girls because you might want to see some... Beefcake. I'll say that. How about that's better than boners? That sounds a little. Bloods, blood breasts, beasts, and beefcake. There, I'll say that. Um, You know, like if the movie is just fucking gonzo bananas, then also don't throw a bunch of realism hooks shit like that in there either. You know, if I'm watching something that's like uh, Black Hawk Down, yeah, be realistic, Please. If I'm watching Suburban Commando or No Holds Barred or some shit like that, like, dude. <laughs> it's fucking movie reviewers, man. I, I just. And I, I will never forget. I will never forget when The Matrix first came out. So The Matrix first came out. And I had friends who were originally like, oh, you know, they saw it. They're like, it's amazing. And I remember reading some reviews. Especially at the time, I remember reading, I'm going to call him out by name because I don't give a shit. Terry Lawson in, I think, the Detroit Free Press or whatever. Gives it like a star and a half or something. Basically shits on it and tells, basically says it's crap, right? So I'm like, oh, I don't know. From the previews and whatever, it looked pretty. So then I go see the movie. And it blew my mind. It was fucking Incredible. Has it aged as well since then? Um, Debatable. Doesn't matter. When I saw the movie, it blew me away. And it was all I could think about for the rest of the day. Because it was that awesome. Saw it with my friends and was just like, holy shit. Well, after that movie starts blowing up box office records and winning awards and all this stuff, Terry Lawson decides he's going to re-review it and then gives it like four stars. And it's basically like, well... I think the first time, maybe I didn't. He basically goes back on his word because I'm sure there's pressure from the newspaper where people were like, dude, you fucked that up. Did you even watch it? You sure you actually even watched that movie? Or did you watch like the first five, ten minutes and then just shit on it because it didn't have Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman? (laughs) 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 Fucking asshole. What a fucking douchebag you are. the secret agent club Uh, that's better than it's better than the foot club also known as a club foot um the secret agent club the ultimate are you what are you doing dash are you just naming hulk hogan movies i don't know what i don't know what you're doing here um But again, Hulk Hogan, okay, and I wanted to go back and talk about the, what was it, Hydro Thunder, whatever the fucking, um, Tropic Thunder, whatever that movie is. What I don't like, or didn't like about that is, you have Hulk Hogan, like Hulk Hogan, uh, I want to see Hulk Hogan run around and beat up dudes. Because again, it looks believable and you can use him in all sorts of physical stunts and whatever. But the star of that series was the fucking boat. I didn't really care to see him watching and driving a boat. You At that point, you could have really have just kind of gotten anybody to play that role. I mean, look at Airwolf. You could have had Ernest Borgenine driving the Tropic and Tropic Thunder boat. That just didn't... I just didn't... I was like, nah. I mean, it was all right. But I just didn't really care for it as much. Like, again, it's it's not like Hulk Hogan is going to win any master acting class awards. But to be honest, he's fine for the roles that he plays. Additionally, if you're going to have a guy like that, then just have him do the things that you know other people can't quote unquote do. You know, I, I remember there was a movie, uh, War, with Jason Statham and Jet Li. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be awesome. You've got two physical, athletic guys. Now, I don't really know if Jason Statham was formally trained in any martial arts or not, but the guy was an Olympic-level diver. So he's strong and flexible and clearly in the stunt work and scenes and shit that you see him do, he can certainly play the role fine. And then you have Jet Li, right? That movie, there was like no fucking kung fu ass-kicking. It was like fucking... Two guys ducking, hiding around corners, shooting Beretta 92s at one another the whole entire time. You could have just got anybody to play this then. You could have had Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman do this movie. Because really, I felt like it wasn't all that physical, to be honest. Maybe that's because while I was sitting and watching the theater, I started to just get fucking bored. I'm like, dude, this movie sucks. But like that's the thing. If if I'm going to go see a movie called War... With those two actors in it, I expected by the end of that movie, both of those dudes to be beat into hamburger meat, probably at the hands of one another with just constant fucking fighting. Dude, just don't even talk. They don't even have to say any lines. Just have the movie start and they just run up to one another and start punching each other in the fucking face. Um, but like shit like that, that's where like your movie will get a zero from me. Because it, to me, you sold the thing that just, like, you could have just get like, I get studios want to hire big names to promote a movie or whatever. But at that point, you could have given some up and comer a shot because you really didn't need them for that because you didn't utilize it at all in the first place. As a matter of fact, I think there's more hand to hand combat and no holds barred than there is war with those guys in those fucking movies. So what the fuck? Page and Revermaster are still talking about a map making thing, which I feel everyone else is probably confused about. But I'll read it anyway. Just looked at the tiers, and it looks like the free tier doesn't make anything private, so that makes sense. You can still have like 170 articles or some shit. If we didn't have double that and wanted to share all the novel details of the world, it would be great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're on point. You don't watch Gently, Arnold, or Drag Jam for spectacular acting. Like, Jackie Chan, it's about physical... It's like it's like three stooges with kung fu. I watch him because he's got great physical expression on his face. And he's ridiculously athletic and, and skilled. So, like, I want to see that. If you're going to have... If you're going to... I legit like the movie My Dinner with Andre. If you're unfamiliar with the movie My Dinner with Andre, it's... Wallace, Sean, and I can't remember who the other fucking... I always forget the guy's fucking name. I got to look it up because I need to do them do justice. Uh, Andre Gregory and Wallace Sean as fictionalized versions of themselves sharing a conversation at Cafe de Autiste in Manhattan. So my dinner with Andre is this. That movie is basically what, an hour and a half of them literally sitting at a dinner table talking. Page's gotta run. Don't call me a nerd. Fucking beat you up, Page. Take care, Page. Great to see you. Thank you so much for stopping by. You're the best. Um My Dinner with Andre. The two of them sit and have these detailed, passionate kind of conversations about a variety of topics at the dinner table. I love it. There's something about it that, to me, is just entirely just engrossing. But do I think Hulk Hogan and Arnold, whatever, could pull that off? Probably not. Now, I imagine maybe now Arnold might surprise you because Arnold is actually far more intelligent than people give him credit for. But, yeah, it it's the actors playing the role they're there for. So again, I feel like for this guy to shit on this fucking no holds barred movie, I mean, tiny list, tiny Lister, right. I kind of feel sort of bad for that guy because he certainly had the physique, but I don't think he, I mean, number one, he has kind of a, a lazy eye or whatever, which I think Hollywood, like there's a certain look and whatever else he definitely played the big invincible guy in a whole handful of movies. But the guy never really got a shot to be a leading star uh, in that regard. But the characters that they're playing, they're perfect for it. They're perfect for it. Again, it it's no holds barred. It's a WWF. Oh, they will always be the WWF to me. It was a WWF-sponsored uh, vessel. It's all, it's all fucking. It's bombastic and preposterous, but that's what I wanted to see. I feel like, I feel like the best rating in that regard for a movie would be that afterwards. If you pulled people and said, was this the movie you wanted to see? Did the trailer and the poster and everything else that was presented the movie you watched, did that match up? The answer to that is no, it should immediately lose two to three stars off of whatever score anybody gives it. Because fuck that. You know, I I always, uh, for the longest time, have loved independent, lower budget, whatever movies. A lot of them are really, really fucking good. It's part of the reason why I love the the whole Joe Bob Briggs thing so much and him talking about the history of the movies and the struggles they had to make it and who plays what and everything else. And the guy shows stuff that, yeah, mainstream newspapers and whatever will totally shit on. But like, for what you went to see, was it what you were expecting to get? And were you fucking entertained? Did you watch it and have fun or were you just bored? And again, what used to drive me nuts about so many of these movie critics is they would review these movies that they clearly had they had no interest in watching them. This fucking Terry Lawson guy. You could just tell it from his review. The Matrix is just not his bag. So the guy can't really give it an objective review just based on what the... Th- and, and I remember talking with uh, Rami Death about this one point about being objective. And he made this whole thing about you know, he can't be truly objective and this and that and the other. And I kind of disagreed with that. And what I feel like as a professional, you have to be able to step aside out of your own bias and judge a thing for its constituent parts. But even if that's not the case, and even if you say, I can't do that or people can't do that, well, then don't review a thing that you just hate and have a distaste for because of what... They've been like, I fucking hate apples. Here, let me eat this apple and give you a review of this apple. Ugh! Ugh it tastes like apple. Well, you asshole, what did you expect? It to taste like a fucking banana? Dummy. Complete shithead. <laughs> if, if you're not into reviewing those things, you could have... I'm sure you could have called down to the basement floor of the newspaper and asked the cranked out dude in the fucking newsroom or whatever. Hey, man, did you see this horror fucking horror movie?
1: Yeah, dude, these fucking guys are getting their arms chopped off. It was fucking wild. It was so fucking awesome. Put that
0: guy's review in the fucking paper. Not Mr. Sniveling whatever smarmy man. Right? So what I'm saying is, I think you should watch No Holds Barred. It's an interesting time capsule. Again, end of the 80s. So you still had a lot of the 80s production of how everything looked and how it was. It's completely over the top. It like I don't like using words like cheesy or whatever like that because that to me is just so disingenuous and just... I don't know. It, it feels wrong to me. Again, the movie is called No Holds Barred. It's going to have some comedy, whether intentional or not. But that's what you're going to see. So if you want to watch something that, to me, is wildly entertaining because of just how much it does not take itself too seriously, watch No Holds Barred, uh, starring Hulk Hogan, Tiny Lister. And with a surprise appearance, I didn't realize it was him, Mark Pellegrino. Mark Pellegrino. Uh, who's on supernatural a whole shitload of times been on a bunch of other stuff but mark pellegrino was in it and i was like i did not realize that was him um but i i think it's entire it's totally watchable just watch it have a drink have some popcorn enjoy how fucking just out of control it is i don't know yeah Hulk Hogan goes berserk every 10 minutes, but he should go berserk every 10 minutes. Cause that's what I want to see him do. I want to see Hulk Hogan be Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan and some guys. I want to see him be, that was like the thing I fucking could not stand about that A-Team movie is they had this whole subplot about how B.A. wants to be peaceful and he's going to go to this life of peace and blah, 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 blah.
1: The guy's name is bad attitude. Did you not watch the fucking show?
0: That guy was the ass kicker with a heart of gold. Oh yeah, he loved the kids and he loved the community, whatever. But that dude would fucking walk headfirst into a fucking chainsaw, fearless. And he'd fucking Quentin Rampage Jackson who, again, to me, that guy, not a good actor at all. Um, I think they could have found somebody else to be cast in that role. Why you would do that, that's another. This is not what I came to see. If you're going to hire a guy who's part of his uh, ring name is Rampage to play a character whose name is Bad Attitude, E.G.B.A. Baracus, and then you're going to have that character go on this whole quest for peace. I can't do it anymore, guys. I've decided to go live the peaceful life. What the fuck is this? You know, like the first, I don't know, quarter of that movie, whatever, is pretty much perfect. And then they just like fucked it up. Half a fan, half not a fan of that movie. But anyway, no holds barred. On Tubi. Check it out. Cheers. The guys they they hire, and the costume, the the sets that they have, for these guys who are in these bars. I mean, the guys walk around; they just look like they've just pissed and shit in their pants. They're that dirty. Just oh, they're they're blue collar guys, so they're just always going to be just dirty slobs with missing teeth and just grease and shit all over them. <laughs> like, what? The- Here's Lug Wrench Johnson. Oh, and he's this fucking giant wrench, and he's just got grease and shit all over him. <laughs> why? Okay, <laughs> why? Ah, it doesn't matter. It's just so fucking good. It's <laughs> and the armpit hair guy. What the fuck is with that shit? It's so good. I love it. I love every minute of it. <laughs> So, uh, we should see you all Wednesday. I imagine we'll be all here Wednesday. I hope the time change didn't screw too many of you up. But yes, uh, the show is a consistent time. We are the rock of Providence. Uh, you all are the ones that have the weird, your time now changes and shit. We're, we're always at the same time. And if you need help with that, check Twitch's schedule page because that does adjust per your time zone. So we will see you back on Wednesday. Who knows? Maybe we'll play retro. Maybe we'll watch some Mr. Wizard. Who knows what will happen? But we'll be here and uh, we'll have some laughs. I hope, uh, as always, the show boosted your spirits, made you laugh a little bit. Uh, that's that. So as we say at the end of all of our episodes... Stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit. Get yourself some rest.